We're starting at five, four, three, two. And it's time for Al and Frank to try and be serious. I'm giggling because we've spent the last hour and a half trying to make the technology work and been struggling immensely. And as I started the uh, recording process here that it officially working the my for some reason siri started up uh, out of nowhere and did you just take your retainer out i took my invisalign out because i'll sound like i i, I just gone six rounds with a champ if i didn't i think this is that's a promo shot of, <laughs> of, al is always ready so what if I just took my whole top of my teeth out, though? But it would, didn't that would be great. Way. And I just took the front of my face off. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. So for people just listening, not seeing us, uh, we do some video clips as well, and you can you can see those on the web if you're interested. So where are we going? We, uh, we I got so thrown off from the not being able to set anything up. By the way, do you like our new background? The, the new background for anybody watching us. Now I'm all about video stuff in the audio podcast. Really brilliant move by me. Yeah, thanks a lot, podcast. Now we have to worry about video. How did how did we get here? That was the whole point about podcasts. You could do it with a bathrobe uh, semi-open and no one would ever know. But now we still have to look all purdy. You know what? We could still do them in bathrobes. There's no, there's nothing stopping us. My that's, son walks around that robe all day. Yeah, that's our hook. You thought Hef could do it? So can we. Is your son a depressed 36-year-old? Why is he wearing a bathrobe all day? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't understand. But friends will come over. He'll still be in the robe, walking around outside. It's the creepiest thing in the world. And people do. They're like, is your son training to be uh, the next Hef? I'm like, I hope so. Just bring the ladies around. Well, let's get into that a little bit. Do you think that there could be a Hef now with everything we have going on? Uh, sure. Yeah, because somebody like Heft doesn't care. Like, they don't... They, they, what? What's the... I mean, would they... They they know... The people know why they're going there, right? I think. <laughs> Isn't there... Is there something... I guess... I mean, you have to... It's the Playboy Bunny... I was going to say ranch, but it's not the ranch, is it? The, no. That's the Bunny Ranch. That's a different ranch. <laughs> that's a, that's under Domino's Pizza in your phone, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's true. <laughs> I I would say uh, yes, but people would look down upon him, or certain people would. I mean, it is what it is. I I, I think when people have, uh, what's what what are the uh, consent? They decide what they're doing. I mean, if you're going to the Playboy Bunny uh, Mansion, the Playboy Mansion. I mean, I've been there before. It seems like everybody knows what's going on there, <laughs> right? Well, I, yeah, I, I, I guess maybe it's 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 so weird how I think that something like the Bunny Ranch would get a lot of flack online and blogs written about it about how it's taking advantage of young impressionable women that are trying the, to the Bunny Ranch or the the Playboy Mansion. The, the, well, that, yeah, I'm gonna juxtapose those because oh, okay. I'm talking about the Playboy Mansion, but the Bunny Ranch, which is openly a a sexual. Ex exploitative or you know however you want to describe it situation no one says anything i don't know if there could be a man that lived in a house of 27 women without there being a lot of pushback from everything 
like in terms of like people boy having advertisers boycott because there was such a thing as Playboy TV at one point. I I don't know. It's it seems like the things that you feel like you can reach, you go after, but the things you don't, you kind of leave alone. Because everybody was fine with the Bunny Ranch. I mean, Lamar Odom was caught half dead there, and no one said we need to close this place. Everybody just like you know throw him on a gurney and get him out. But I, I feel like a lot of people will go after Jennifer Aniston if she poses in lingerie in People magazine. People will say that she's body shaming and you know or, or whatever or fat shaming by by showing girls an unattainable. Uh, figure for most young women and most women don't look like this yeah i i, I don't know listen I, I i i'm not sure i i think it doesn't that fit into the same situation as um i can do whatever i want with my body right isn't that isn't that a uh uh me too don't not me too but that's the the whole abortion thing and everything right is don't tell me what to do with my body so if if somebody goes there knowing what they want to be a part of um what's what right does somebody have to say to stop it i don't think that that's the well what you're saying is logical frank but i think I I think the, the well, you're going what, on what what would actually happen. What actually will happen in terms of it's not whether it's right or wrong. It's that now people are savvy enough to go directly at the advertisers, and at that point, it doesn't really matter what's right and what's wrong. I think that Tide and Pizza Hut and Buick don't want to associate their brand with anything that seems to be causing any kind of rift. And so, even if tech, not even technically, you are correct. You can work at the Bunny Ranch if you want. You can do CrossFit if you want. You can work at the Playboy Mansion if you want. You can do all those things if you want. But two of those, especially one of those things, I think you would catch major flack, especially if you were a woman of some note. Like if a, if a Netflix actress was then appearing for a week at the Bunny Ranch, I think that would be a problem. I love that you used a Netflix actress. Why not a not a uh, a network television a network <laughs> a Netflix actress at, appearing at the Bunny Ranch? Was it? I, I was in the middle of texting Toledo, who's helping us produce and stuff. Well, well, let's make a more plausible thing. Let's say it's a show where people. Let's say it's like uh, they're rebooting The Hills, that MTV show, The Hills. Yeah. Let, let's say let's so it's not the Bunny Ranch. Let's say that you just like Stormy Daniels goes on tour to strip clubs what if an actress but they still have strip clubs doesn't that make your point that they still have yeah it's weird and you never see people protesting outside of strip clubs you never say get this scourge out of our neighborhood i mean they've been there i think i think you see see some of that in certain areas like if somebody's building one newly but yeah you don't there aren't a lot of people i think that's because a lot of the congress people go to them (laughs) Um, and maybe that's changing with the diversity in Congress and whatnot. But, uh, (laughs) I do think there's probably a lot of those. One of the creepiest things I've ever been involved in is I did the congressional correspondence dinner and Dick Cheney was vice president at the time. George W. Bush was supposed to be there, but it was right after Cheney had shot the guy in the face in the woods. And so they wanted him to be seen laughing. So I'm doing the George W and there's the Cheney on the side, you know, just doing that to having a heart attack in the middle of, and that's why it is what it is so where was i going with this so there's um you said it's a terrifying thing at the white house correspondence yeah okay thank you for getting me back on track so 
afterward, all these old guys came up to me. Not all these, like two old, old, older white guys. I'd say because that's what they they look like, and it was just it fits the. I'm not I'm not anti old white guy. I'll be there soon. So <laughs> it'd be very weird if you were anti old white guy. I, I am. Anybody over my age, I'm against. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. He comes up to me. He's like, I really love that Clinton stuff you did. Huh? Maybe you should do some more of that. I'm like, what? That You're just and like two guys did that same kind of thing. They wanted to hear more sexy Clinton stuff. Hey, let's go. Yeah, I was like, ah, you're, just, you're a congressperson. I don't want to hear this from you. So I was creeped out by, by that quite a bit. Um, but I, so that's where I was coming from in terms of maybe the, maybe the Congress people were going to. I don't know. I, I've, I've only been to a strip club once. I think we hit that earlier. It was on Mad TV for a, uh, for a sketch with Ike Barinholtz. And I, I was so confused and lost. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, well, I mean, the fact that you you I'm not a strip club guy either. I was, I've been to many, many, many strip clubs. It's just not my thing. Don't hate on anybody that does. Uh, but I, I think the thing with, we're, we let's let's start at the top. If you you know like when the mafia gets prosecuted, and at the top it'd be like John, John Gotti, and then everything pyramids off of him. I think what it starts with at the top of that mafia, you know, board that's on the easel for the jury to see, is men always want to talk to young, attractive women. They want to be around them, but once you get past a certain age, or even if you are young yourself, most young, attractive women don't want to talk to you. They just don't. So you have obviously the bunny ranch. That's the, that's the, that's just like, I just want to go have sex with somebody that I normally probably would not be able to. A lot of guys aren't with that for obvious reasons. So then you have places like where Robert Kraft got caught, like massage park. I was going to say that's called crafting. Yes, we're going to call it hashtag crafting. So then you have with you a know, K, with a K. Don't yes. get them mixed up. Because yeah, if you're going be to the very other kind weird of Pinterest. Yeah, if you're going for the C crafting, go to Pinterest. If you're going for the K crafting, try something with hub in it. <laughs> well, we're not giving them a plug until they become sponsors. <laughs> Do and we'll sell out for that, right? We have no yeah, problem. Yeah, please. Uh, I'll take I'll take uh, X videos. Let's let's do a ball, Frank. <laughs> the hamster. The X hamster. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so then, and then there are guys that are like, hey, I can't get caught at a strip club. My wife will kill me. So then what do you have? Strip club juniors. You have Hooters, Twin Peaks. Wait a second. Strip club juniors? Yeah. I, like like a Hooters. Oh, 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 I see. I, I see it, what you're saying. It, I thought that was a real thing that I didn't know about a category, but you're saying. What do you think it was like Chop Junior? <laughs> yeah, yeah it was, it's just close to, but they're. They're clothed. I get it. I get it. Right. And, and really, if you think about like what Hooters or Twin Peaks or uh, what's the other one, the Tilted Kilt, they're all like scantily clad young women giving you beer and chicken wings. There is and no place, by the way, called Sausages, <laughs> <laughs> where where the women go to see guys in uh, bikini briefs. I will say that there's probably a place called Sausages, but it's not for the ladies. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah I, yeah. I thought of that secondhand too, because I, I always think through my uh, pyramid myself uh, <laughs> of a uh, straight white male. So I, I have to really get, uh, get the diversity going in terms of where that could be. So, yeah. I mean, that would be just the ultimate. I mean, if you did want to uh, extort no, somebody. Yeah. There's no, there's no mainstream food place called sausages <laughs> and there might be one that's like the uh 
the blue oyster in po- police academy but we it, out there there's you know hooters has commercials john gruden be like i tell you what man you can enjoy some fries here there's there's no that sausage is something nobody's saying i'll check that kielbasa <laughs> wait this is how you know no one cares about hooters foods because no one's ever gotten hooters with doordash like <laughs> No one's ever been like, you know what? I want disgusting wings, but I want them in my living room. No, you go to Hooters, so you, 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 they figure out what shifts the girls are working. They're like, oh, Lisa's working late Thursdays. And they go in there, and they know that that woman is contractually obligated to talk to them. And that's kind of what it is. Guys just want to talk to cute girls, and they want nothing to do with us. Yeah, I, I don't. as long as they know what they're – I mean, obviously you can't – go beyond the bounds but that a lot of guys have problems they can't figure that out but that's what's wrong with paying somebody to to chat that's what it is you you pay for everything else you bought that shirt why can't you buy conversation i think that when you you, you know uh, when people do especially go to strip clubs regularly i think they develop relationship with the staff with the dancers with the bartenders and I think a lot it's of like, people it's like, are just lonely. It, it's like church used to be. That's what you're saying. There it's we like, go. It's community. That's how church used to be in the uh, 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> the community would get together. And it's not church anymore. It's the strip club. They're good people. <laughs> Everybody. It, that, that's right. Now, let me ask you this before we move on. Because uh, I know you're not a you're not a judgmental guy. but I'm, I, I'm I am judgmental. I think I am judgmental. I just try to put it on a shelf. And because I think my initial a lot of times my brain does judge based on my own personal experience. And then I try to go, I'm you're, I'm judging. And I say that to myself, you're judging. And then I try to go. Um, I try to go and I go, OK, that's that's where you're coming from. You're judging. That's a problem. Yeah, I would argue that judging does come with. Uh, there, well, you're judging because there's a biological reflex in you to gather as much information that you can about any situation before you make a decision, if you're functioning on all, on all cylinders. So if I tell you, uh, hey, Frank, uh, I'd like to do a podcast with you. I just did 22 years in jail. That doesn't mean that we can't do a podcast, but that doesn't mean that you won't question why and what and if I did that and what did I do to get 22 years and you would ask about it. And you, you judging would be you being a little apprehensive but I would think it would be weirder if you were like, hey, I don't care what you did. Why don't do the pocket? Like, no, you need to check things out. So I think judging is part of, like, why we're alive. You you judge everything. Yeah, I, but it used to be okay to judge, and now you get in trouble for judging. And I think that's why I've stopped, uh, that, why I try to stay away from it. Does that make sense? Like, you used it to, makes you- sense you're trying to save your butt because we all are. But it's just weird. And, and save that thought, but I won't throw this at you. It's weird that you're allowed to judge certain things the right way. Uh, we did a uh, clip on our my show, Daily Blast Live, which you came on and killed. Uh, about, oh, I believe boring. it was, um, who's the really attractive? Jennifer me. Love Hewitt. Uh, me and you, you're a gorgeous man, Frank. Yes. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt did a, uh, like some kind of spot, uh, did a, an article. And she there in the article, there's a picture of her in her lingerie. And she said, in my house, I keep this over my bed or in my kitchen to remind myself not to overeat on Thanksgiving. She was then ripped from limb to limb like this was a, uh, a pre, uh, you know, pre turn of the century uh, execution for saying that, saying that that's putting promoting unhealthy body images to young girls that look up to her. But at the same time, 
about a year and a half ago, there was that very, very, very heavy set model, uh, which a lot of guys are into. I'm not, trust me, I'm a black dude. Like we're very, very forgiving and loving of all kind of body shapes. So I don't want to hear it. Oh, but that's uh, a great way to put it. Forgiving. <laughs> we are. We are. We like, dude, man, black dudes are like, what's up? But her, I forgot what her name is, but she is. She's considered definitely obese by medical standards, without a doubt. And she was on the cover of Muscle and Fitness and in a bathing suit. And everybody underneath oh, was that. like, yeah, and everybody's like, Ashley Graham. Yeah, maybe. I think there's one bigger than Ashley Graham. Um, Ashley, two grams. <laughs> <laughs> she's double. She's double Ashley Graham. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Uh Ashley Tun. Rosie O'Grammel. Uh, <laughs> so by she, the way, wouldn't touch her <laughs> with uh, a ten foot pole, which <laughs> I'm gonna get myself in trouble. All right. So like, but she was she was heavily praised saying, We love your courage, your body is beautiful, blah blah blah. And I understand that people that are overweight have been body shamed. I understand that. But if we are going to have a just society, is that cool that somebody's being honest with you saying, this is me when I look my best, so I want to yeah, look- but you know what? When I was my fattest and nobody told me I was ready to die, and then I started realizing it and looking and checking uh, uh, myself, I saw myself on, ter on television on Terrible. That's what I realized. That's coming out, the honestly. And if somebody- and I had to just be honest with myself. People kept calling me fat. And, and one of the reasons I lost weight was for people to go, because people would say, you, you're fat and you suck. And I'd be like, well, now you can just say I suck because the fat hurts too. <laughs> so I, it, it was, and I've heard Adam Carolla talk about this too. Like, it's good that people tell you when you're really out of shape and you don't look, you don't look healthy at all anymore, because that is part of what forces you to get back into shape. Because people are like nobody was telling me because I was probably I was paying too many people around me, yes. so nobody would tell me. If you pay me, Frank, I'll tell you you have a six pack right now. Right, I, I, but it was the opposite. It was like people people were like, oh, like after I started losing weight, and I've gained some of it back, but not to the point where I was I was pretty massive, and people would people people would say nothing, and then after I did lose the weight, people were like, oh, thank God, I thought you were going to be in the hospital soon. I was like. But why didn't you tell me? It's like everybody's afraid to tell each other, but you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. But sometimes people need to know. It's how you do it somewhat. But I can understand kids. Kids are a different situation. And, and what I, uh, listen, I, I honestly wouldn't even be the one to do this a lot of the time because I would be afraid of hurting somebody's feelings. But sometimes people need to hear that stuff. So sometimes people, I was one, I, I look at people, I don't know if you've ever done this because you're usually in pretty good shape, I would say, since I've known you. Thank you but, for throwing the word pretty in there. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, well, you just I, give me a compliment, Frank. Jesus. Um, actually, <laughs> <laughs> but people, um, and and I have trouble. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's how you say something sometimes. And if somebody gets really sad about it, you're worried about hurting their feelings. I get it. But man, you could save somebody. You know, think about things. Somebody's somebody's underwater too long. You wouldn't be like, hey. Ah, you're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great underwater there. <laughs> you're doing, keep holding your breath. You say, no, come up for air because you're, you're going to kill. You're going to die. Ah. No, I, I think that's very accurate. No, you're going to die. And maybe that's where we are now, which is a sad indictment because I do understand the pendulum is going to go the other. We're, we're at the other end of the pendulum. Whereas like, I feel like in the eighties, 
you could walk up to a coworker and be like, hey, your your ass looks great in that. Uh, you want to meet me for a drink? And <laughs> that was just a thing that happened in 1955 and 65. And so, and now that doesn't happen anymore. I still but, think you can do it at Sausages Bar. Uh, you Yeah. First of all, it's encouraged at Sausages. Yes, right? Yeah. It's like it's Sausage and Buns Night. <laughs> 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 where have we gone i don't know <laughs> this is the real us people are getting this, the real us this is us but it, you know so i don't know it, it that's where we are where we are so polite we are willing to let people die and uh y- you know uh I, I don't know if we're better off for that i've had friends pull me aside especially when i used to drink and they'd be like hey your gut is over your belt buddy and that's not a pleasant conversation to have with your friend when you're four shots of Jameson in. But those are some of the things that help me to be like, hey, hey, bro, this, this is this. You look like a retired heavyweight fighter. Yeah, but we'd have no problem with telling somebody, hey, you're you're drinking too much. But we do have a problem with telling somebody, hey, you're eating too much. Right. You stop right. somebody. You'll stop somebody from getting in the car. It might be. I guess that's because that can be hazardous to someone else's health and life uh, a little bit more. And it's quicker. But yeah, I think it's uh, we're very careful. We're so worried about people's body images and stuff like that. Oh, that's where I was going to go earlier with kids. It's a little bit different because they form their, you know, their emotions and their entire lives. And you go through, there's just certain things you can't do with bodies as a, as a, when the kids are younger, because their bodies are going to change and do that. But as adults, listen, when I was fattest, I ate the most I was eating. Uh, I ate the most of my life and I exercised the least. And that's why I became a blob. Not that there's anything wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. There are people that are into that. It's just like, you know, it's just like it. But I I feel like a lot of people that are overweight and I'm only speaking for myself. Obviously, I can't speak for everybody. So please send emails, but not on this. I I can only you don't. It's harder. It's harder to get in and out of your car to get up in the morning. It's harder if you're asked to exercise or run anywhere. It's just it's it's a harder existence. And, you know, uh, Leo uh, is over here right now. Uh, just all things tech guru, and uh, Leo's doing inter- intermediate, and he wasn't heavy, but Leo uh, about a year ago, six months ago, was like, I want to look different, and I would see him downstairs working out. He's doing intermittent training. He's meal prepping tonight. It's like there are things that that you do when you want to change, and I find it hard to believe that you feel better than Leo does getting off the treadmill. After you throw down a foot long Philly cheesesteak, because I've done that before and you feel like shit. I'm uh, sorry. You feel know. horrendous. I don't know. I, I feel better. <laughs> I feel if pretty it, good with a, with a <laughs> cheesesteak. Don't get don't don't hit me with cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks. They're, they're fine. <laughs> what I would always do is I'd be like, well, I'm just going to eat one half and then I'd eat the one half and then take a bite of the second half and be like, well, I don't want to walk around with a half bit sandwich and then I'll just eat the whole one and then never just lay down I, in the alley. I, you have to, do you do, I do think there's something about eating a little bit and then stepping away. When you step away, you realize oh, I wasn't that much hungrier. I can wait. And either eat a little bit later or not even touch that later. But if it's just sitting there and you just keep going, it's so funny how you'll just keep going back to it and just eating, even though just like our parents, Melly's mine used to tell me and my grandpa especially used to tell me, 
clean your plate, clean your plate. You get a, you don't get any, you don't get a present till you clean your plate. Now, grandpa also hated anybody who wasn't white. So I don't know why I, I don't know why I find that so amusing. And why it's honest, right. It's because I'm honest about grandpa, uh, you know, yeah, I, my grandpa had even a, a, a name that sounded like he didn't like black people or anything. Grandpa Janky. Oh, just, grandpa, cranky, cranky, <laughs> grandpa Janky. <laughs> You just see two two young black bicyclists go by, like, oh, this is gonna be bad. No, nah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just I, he he would never. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he just stuff he'd say. You know, where you're just going, oh man. And then you try to help him, and he's just like, ah, he's not gonna. He just decided who he was. Yeah, those those guys kind of some people from that generation kind of cemented who they were around twenty two. And just like that was just who they were, where I think I talk to you and you're like, well, I'm trying to figure out a way to talk to my daughter about this or my son's doing this and I want to back off and let him grow as a person. And then I'll I just think back then, you know, that your dad would walk in, you're fat and your boyfriend is that I don't like him, you know, and I think that that's how people communicated. And I don't think that was correct, but I think that that's how it was. So I think we're kind of the fir one of the first generations of emotionally sensitive middle aged men where we're just trying to kind of figure our way through this. We're like, do you want to be cool about things? But at the same time, you, you still have your grandpa janky and your dad and you saying, Hey, I don't like that. Well, think about this. My, my mother-in-law's here. She's been here for a few months and anytime somebody's sad, she feeds them. She feeds everybody. Like, it's like, Oh, you feel sad here. I'm going to make a pie and then I'm going to stuff a cake inside of it. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's that it's constant. And and I think it's it all turns back to to family too. It's like it's part of culture. Like my mom used to do that too. That would feed us and feed us and feed us and just keep giving you something else to make you feel better. A man's uh, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, right? It's we, let's fatten these guys up. So there's there's a lot of you ever wonder this though? How do we get to that point? Because that seems to be very American. Because you don't see other cultures to that seem to be that this obese and heavy and fat and all that's all different stuff but you don't see uh, you don't go to italy and the, the italians in italy you know they're not the super mario looking guys they're <laughs> you know right they're the um they're the debonair type of uh you know they're not the decent guy they're they're <laughs> more of the oh, yes uh, i will take you you know it's there's a very, I think there's something about America and the U.S. and we just we do everything and just keep doing it over and over and over. Uh, and food is one of those things. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's a part of what Amer American exceptionalism, if you will, is kind of based on. Is like, oh, uh, you guys have big slices of pizza. Well, we're gonna go to the Guinness Book of World Record and we're gonna have the largest slice of pizza ever known to man at the and we're gonna put you out of business. You look at a place like the Cheesecake Factory, a place where my ex-wife used to work, and she said when she would put the plate down in front of people that weren't from America, they would literally look at her like, Who the F is this for? Right. Like almost like literally offended at the amount of food that was on the plate. Like this is wasteful, this is disrespectful to me as an adult to think I'm gonna eat this. But it's just like I think that that's you know, I mean, you think about like what Amer uh, uh, what McDonald's must have started as just burger and fries. And then, you know, they had large fries and then larger fries. And then they were like, well, let's really dig into large fries and let's call it supersize. And people were like, yeah, let's do that. 
there is right now uh, with the, uh, you know unless there we inflict certain bans like New York City did with soda or McDonald's had to get rid of supersized. Americans have never really pushed back on like, hey, that's too much food. Like, we'll take it, we'll take it, and we'll eat it. Yeah. That that should be inscribed. It's used in marketing, food. right? You get this much. You get uh, you get this and an electric scooter to bring you away from us <laughs> because you won't be able to walk when you're done. Yeah, I just wished that somebody had just like we should start teaching kids like at the age that they can understand you don't need that much of anything. Well, it's I like, really, you really don't. Even even casinos. Think about casinos are that way where they will go and pick up clientele and put them on a bus and bring them into the buffet and to the gambling, of course. But it's like, we'll go get people to like, right. to go partake in. I don't see that in other cultures as much. And I think it's free. You know, that's just where we're at. And it's uh, whatever. You have free will to, to do that as a business. You can, but it's amazing how many people partake. I think the person you're forgetting in that that senior citizens bus to the casino, the person that I feel sorry for is that bus driver on the ride back after they've just fleeced these old people, and he's got to help them onto the bus. Like, oh, how did you do, Mrs. Jenkins? You know, not so good this week. Uh, you know, <laughs> I guess I guess my nephew's not getting a quarter in in his, his birthday card, and you just have to drive them home in silence. Can you imagine how silent that? I mean, that we don't even, you don't even, we don't even have to have that with, with Uber Eats and all those kinds of things. Uh, DoorDash, any, any of the types of food, they'll go get the food and you can just sit there and hide. You can hide. You can just be throwing food into your face and nobody knows, right? I mean, think about that. We will, we will make it so you aren't shamed at all. Because we now have services to go get you bigger food. Yeah. And, and, and no one can really keep track of it. No one, you know, if like, let's say, uh, you know, let's say your son was overeating at the house. Your wife would start finding plates under the bed saying, oh, we just bought this box of cookies an hour ago and it's gone. Uh, you know, what's, uh, you, you know, sounds, we, we need to have a discussion. Like it sounds like you're talking about me. Yeah, that's, well, that's what happens around here. I like replace your son with you. Yeah, there's a, there's a reality to that. Somebody will buy something, and a day later they'll be like, "Where where did that box of cookies go?" I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah, and it was the same for if it was booze or you know whatever. You could just kind of keep track because people kept track of each other. Uh, but you know, it's it, I don't know if that's a thing anymore. I I think that uh, I have a friend of mine who's going to remain nameless. I'm not even going to use their gender, uh, but they had a person in their life that was close to them that was at college for a year unenrolled unbeknownst to their parents uh, i'm trying to use gender neutral things and it's bec and she was just eating it's a woman i got it dang it she you know just eating incredible amounts of food uh y y just let's just say urinating in jars uh what? she was yeah, she was what you what do you call those people? Not xenophobic, but um, agoraphobic, agoraphobic, and she was scared. Arachno of her. Arachnophobic. Arachnophobic. There we go. You know, scared of spiders. 
Yes, that's why she never left the room. She saw a spider first day of freshman year, didn't leave as a sophomore. Yeah, my wife's agoraphobic. She is. Yeah, so it's like, um, you know, and no one noticed. Whereas I think if this is even 2002, before you can do everything on your phone, somebody, even if they weren't checking up on her, would have just gone over and be like, hey, do you have an extra, you know, the 10 bucks? I need to do something. And be like, hey, what's going on in here? But I, I don't think people check up on people anymore because it's impossible to. And so we are going to see a lot of people fall by the wayside because honestly, at some point in all of our lives, most of us will need at least one time somebody to be like, hey, Frank, get your ish together. Believe me, people have told me that a couple of times and I needed to be told that because I was coming off the rails. And I don't know if the, if that support group is going to be there because there's no there's not as much socialization. You don't need to. You FaceTime with your friends that live around the freaking corner. You, I mean, you 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 direct the my wife, my wife texts me from another room constantly. Like you, yeah, you could just walk over here. She can't ever figure out. She's like, I, I I'm only getting this amount of steps in. I go because you you only get 200 steps because. You do your workout in during the day, and then you don't do anything the rest of the day, and it just ends up evening out. The workout has to be added to your rest of the day activities that you normally do. Otherwise, it just takes the place of it. So if you get if you work out for an hour and then you do nothing the rest of the day, you're doing the same as if you just walked around all day. Just just do something. So don't cut it. It's it's funny how people think like that. Well, it's, I, I just don't think people do anything that doesn't have a specific task assigned to it. I think if you ask your wife to go get the dry cleaning, she would do that. I think if you asked her to go get the dogs groomed, she would do that. But I don't know. And this is me included. I'm going to just point the finger. I don't know how many people just walk around the block. I don't know how many people just go volunteer. I don't know how many people just go play pickup basketball. Well, pickup basketball, people still do that. But if it's anything that's just kind of non-task oriented just like hey i just i just drove to a spot where you can overlook uh these cliffs and you can see uh the, the ocean from here or, or the national park i don't know how many people do that so if they're like if i'm not going to pick up the kids from their best friend's parents house i what am i why would i leave the house i have everything here i, I do think kids and adults are a little bit different with some of this stuff like the kids on the other hand they if they don't hear from their friends, they get a little bit more curious about it because that's their whole communication system is their, they, oh, yeah. they do that. We, we as adults lose track of other people and just look at other people's lives on Facebook and stuff like that. Don't necessarily talk back and forth, but the kids, they're, they're constantly, I can't believe the amount of group texts my daughter has the amount of stuff my son has going on at six o'clock in the morning, he'll be eating breakfast and people will be texting him from school. I couldn't have imagined talking to friends before getting to school. Yeah. But, and, and I mean, that, that opens the door to 24 seven bullying, which I think is like what we took for granted is like, even if you were bullied at school, I think that ended for the most part at three forty when, when the bell rang, but now, you, it just goes on and on. And I do think that's why we do see, we have seen a rise, or at least maybe it's just we hear about it more, of, of preteen suicide. Because if you're an outcast, think about this. Not only do you know you're an outcast in school, those uh, jerks really make, make sure you know every period of every day. Because I saw kids get bullied in high school. I was too much of a puss to do anything because I didn't want to get 
bullied, but there were kids that got bullied every single day. Do you think there's a difference, though, between like I think a lot of people consider bullying anything like even regular teasing is bullying. And if you don't get teased a little bit as a kid, I don't know how you're going to make it as an adult unless everybody changes. You're not. That's the answer. You're not going to make it. And everybody starts to worry about bully this, bully that. And I know my wife will use the bullying thing she's like i'm just gonna go and say the word bully like she'll do that because she knows the teachers will react to it if it is overblown and unless you say it but she she picks the times and says i know this is where i'm gonna go for this and i know i'm gonna get the bullying thing going here because that's what is actually happening but so many people consider the smallest things bullying I, I don't know. I, if kids don't get teased a little bit, if you don't get teased and learn how to pick up and you know fight for yourself a little bit as a kid, you're screwed when you're older because not everybody's going to play by those same rules. Well, and part of teasing is is almost like I feel like I get teased the most by the people that love me the most, and vice versa. I mean, I think that you when you really have an, a a true friendship with somebody. You can't mess with each other. And, and uh, you know, it's just like we, you did Daily Blast Live. We are a live show. And, like, when somebody messes up a read, like, if they're on a one shot, like, you'll just see somebody do the, like, thumbs up, like, great read, buddy. It's like we're not being mean to each other. It's like the way to have fun yeah. in the workplace. Like, hey, you really screwed that up. And you're like, yeah, I did. And it, we both laugh about it. It's fine once you understand that you're not above reproach when it comes to being made fun of. It's okay, guys. You know, you know it's an interesting point, too, that – it used to be that kids who were bullied or outcasts had nowhere to go. Now they can connect with other kids who have the same thing going with them. And it's almost like therapy online. You can become part of a group who's like, yeah, I get treated like this. So do I. And you can become friends with people you might not even have ever known. But I do think it comes down to that when you're bull- when people are getting bullied, if somebody's coming at it's almost like um, like we talk about with comedy and racism and, and that type of stuff is like, what's your tone and what's your intent? If your intent is to be a bully and be like really hurt somebody in a harsh, harsh way, that's one thing. But if you're saying something in jest and being silly and you know each other and it's that's not that's not bullying, right? I mean, that's it's not at all. And and see, Frank, you're you're what you're saying is kind of a trigger for me because it gets me so upset that comics are always the ones that are attacked by bloggers and, and social, uh, you, you know, people that are on the extremes of social and uh, political correctness. Because, like you said, what it, what you're talking about, Frank, is context. Yes, and we well, what you always come back to. Right. And so like we you need to usually be at a comedy show to see how somebody uh, uh, says things and what they're what was the context in which that was framed. But bloggers, what they will routinely do is take two sentences and put them in black and white with no context around them. And then it looks like you could be like uh, if if you're like, like, let's say you're talking about losing weight and you're like, yeah, well, you know, hey, I'm not a fatty like you guys, you know, or something like that. You, you know, and it's clearly in jest and the crowd laughs. If you just take those two senses, I'm Frank Caliendo stuns audience by calling them all fat. Turns out they were uh, uh, an audience of female, uh, you know, something coaches or something. Then it's like Frank Caliendo is a misogynist and a, and, a, and, a, 
And it's because we are so vulnerable because our jobs depend on context. And it's, and it's, it, the bad thing is, is that every, that blogger damn well knows what they're saying is, is, is misrepresentative of what, of what happened. And they use it just because they're trying to create clickbait and they don't care who's left in the wake of that. Yeah. People are constantly trolling to get the clicks, but this always comes down to the same thing is what's, uh, it's it's a free country you know quote unquote you get to do what you want to do if you do, i don't know it's it's it it gets kind of messy um but in in the end like we talked about last time and it, it seems to be we always come back to these certain issues or these certain um what's the word um old hat yeah, I mean, it just comes down to certain ca- categories, I guess, that we always say, would you rather be able to speak your mind and hurt some people's feelings or not be able to say anything because you are going to hurt somebody's feeling? I mean, and but with the with these the police, these social police and these social warriors coming out to try and stop everybody from saying anything that could hurt anybody's feelings. I, I, I don't know. But th- at the same time, you go, well, look at this clickbait. It's killing us. It's destroying what because people can't decipher what's real and what isn't real. That's another issue. But then again, if you're dumb enough to believe everything, I mean, how often do you see <clears throat> how often do you see one of those um, uh, a clickbait article? And it says, you're not going to believe what Mikey from the Goonies looks like now. And it's not, and that person's not even in. I've done that a couple times where I've gotten baited into clicking and they never get to that. It's not even in there. Or they show a picture of Brad Pitt and say, uh, drugs have totally killed these actors. And then a picture of Brad Pitt and he's not in the list. He's not even right. in there. They just use somebody else's picture. I don't understand how that even works. Like, I feel like that is a form of false advertising. But all of it. It's, it's yeah. You just see those. It, it, I used to have a joke about clickbait. Uh, but yeah, it uh, the joke was basically like, uh, it, even though I'm striding against not falling for clickbait, I'll see something that says another black man killed, and I'm like, what the hell? And I click on it, and it's like buy our low low prices, and it <laughs> and it. And it's just like oh, that's, that's so brutal. What it, that's what it is, though. And they, somebody they would use me in. laughing there at that as I as yes. me being a terrible person. But that's a pretty. I mean, as as important as what you're talking about in the first half of that joke, the <laughs> second half is pretty doggone funny. Yeah, well, thank you. That's very uh, good. That, we call that the punchline in uh, uh, comedy in comedy circles. Well, yeah, but in context, hilarious. Out of context, uh, yeah, me, me getting jail time. <laughs> All right, well, let's transition because we've been blab. What a great convo. Okay, we're going to play a quick game and then uh, we'll uh, we'll be out. I have a new game. Are you excited, Frank? I didn't tell you about this because I wanted to catch you off guard. That's why I, I like it. Lo- lo- yeah, which I love. I want it to be like a sucker punch in the cafeteria when you have your tray in your hand and somebody just cold cocks you. That's, that's wait, till I, wait till I catch you off guard. <laughs> what about these pictures here, buddy? All right, Frank, this, this game is called apprehensive it's called frank caliendo is apprehensive okay uh an emphasis on app app okay and so i will give you the name of the app and you tell me what it is can we eventually get some music to put behind this 
Or maybe we'll do it and maybe we'll try and figure out a way to do it in post. But eventually we'll have some music behind this that will give us a feeling. All right. I, I prefer the sound of a uh, of an Irish wake while we do this. Just <laughs> okay. silent in the pub. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm hearing bagpipes. Okay. I like bagpipes. Um all right, Frank, if I was downloading the app Forge, F O R J. What would that be for? Uh, Forge. I think Forge Ahead. I think Valley Forge. I think it is um, winning a battle. Forge. Forge. Uh, somebody misspelling fudge. I <laughs> Forge. <sighs> I, I, I'm at a loss. I don't know. I'm bad at this what, game. Well, so you, you have to guess. I'm okay. Not expecting uh, to get Forge. These is um meeting another person in Ooh, a river keep going oh meeting another person forging a relationship um yes yes, yes. forge uh at work meeting at work uh, against company rules forge there we go i like that i like, I like you that were... you, you reprimanded me you have to pick something you have to or the podcast is over all right a matter of fact let's do it like this because i like what you just did you tell me what you think it's for so you just said you think it's for meeting people at work when you shouldn't i actually like that forge is a dating site for jewish singles I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But for, at least I got the get it, bringing people together. I got yeah, that for forging yeah. a relationship. Oh, I feel right. I actually feel pretty good about that. I don't know where I was going to get the Jewish thing. I don't know where, why, why, what is that? Is there something oh, in the you know, culture? The you know what I just kind of got looking at it? What? It's F O R J for forge, but it just say four J. So maybe four Jewish people. I guess. Look at you got apprehensive right there. <laughs> I did for last podcast ever. All right, <laughs> again, uh, Frank. If I told you that I just downloaded the Bonti app, B O N N T I, what 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 is that app going to help me do? Um, it is to put a bounty on someone else. And uh, they, you, it's a, it's a tricky spelling. Uh, no, wait, wait, no, wait. It's, it's another relationship app to meet somebody. It's the quicker picker upper bounty. Oh, I love that. By the way, that's good. Yeah, you can bag this chick in ten minutes using this app. Uh, bounty is actually, it's a, it's a uh, hair care app for black uh, women of color, and it hel- it attaches you. It's almost like Tinder. For black hairstylists. So if you say I'm a black girl, I have curly hair and, uh, you know, it's a little kinky in the back and straighter. And I don't know. I don't know what, but, you know, black. You know, I don't know how I didn't get that one because that's right. It's uh, I threw you. I threw you a batting practice uh, strike down the plate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm starting to like this game. I'm not good at it, but you're doing good. Yeah. It's 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 tender for uh, black women and black hair care stylists. So if you live in Pittsburgh and you need a hair care stylist, I'm sure they can find one for you. All right. Perfect. All right. Frank, I just downloaded Zoosk. What what is Zoosk? Z-O-O-S-K. Zoosk. Um, people who want to get an animal, um, uh, connecting people and animals, Zeusk, like I, zoo. Wow. <laughs> I 
like that. Uh, it is actually kind of just connecting to animals. It is also a dating site. I also a looked at it. Dating site for animals? No, I mean, well, people are animals, Homo sapiens. We just happen to walk up, right, Frank? We're not better than the cheetah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's connecting like two dogs. That's what that is. No, 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 no. no. I was saying human beings are animals. No, it's it's just a dating site. Oh, it is just a, it's a it's a dating site, just plain dating site. Yeah, and it kind of looks like it's very Aryan. I didn't see any people of color. Okay, okay. that's fine too. <laughs> I guess I. Uh, I'm lost. All right, Frank. If I told you I downloaded Home Escapes, what am I doing? What is that? <laughs> uh, it's a construction business that is showing you how, or that that can help you build what um, Zuckerberg has a shoot to get you out of the meeting room in a hurry and away from uh, the killers. I actually kind of like that. That'd be cool if they made panic rooms. Yeah. Uh, uh, actually, you were. I'm going to give you this one because you were kind of. Home Escapes is a game. It's basically like The Sims, but if you want to be an interior decorator, so you're like, okay, we could put a deck here on this fake house and redo the kitchen on this fake house. I don't know why anybody would do that, but it is building. Okay. It's. It's. It, I thought it. Once I started saying my stupid answer. I started thinking that might be what it is. It's like homescapes or homescaping, like rebuilding, um, like you said, a, a three-dimensional or whatever uh, rendering of houses and, and putting other things on there. So, okay. You got yeah, any more? You, I got one more. All you right. got this one, okay? No, I don't. Frank, I just downloaded him. I love that it's always you, you address me as though I might not be the one answering. Frank... <laughs> Yes, Al. And I'm, I'm Channel Terry on this one. Okay. Uh, I, Frank, if I told you I just downloaded You him, can't do the question without saying my name. Frank, I'm on the spectrum. I have to do things a certain <laughs> way. You got, a, you got a big hearty laugh from me. <laughs> if I told you I just downloaded Hinge, my friend, what, will I, what, have I, what did I just download? That is a site for people with doors that no longer work and you uh, a company that specializes in hinges all right so let me try something else uh hinge so a hinge would be something that bends mm -hmm. um and opens something yeah but what you were doing with your hands for anybody not listening just think about what you're doing uh, here's the church. Here's the steeple. Open the doors, and here's all the people. Yes, is that, is that um, hinging? It's I, I don't know what was I doing with my hand. My hands, are, my fingers are kind of all interwoven. Yes, they're connected. They're connected. Connecting. Everything's connecting. Uh, hinge. I don't know. Uh, connecting people who love doors <laughs> actually hanging a door i heard is one of the hardest things to do in home construction i that's what i heard i'm i, I don't know i wouldn't even know how to use a hammer but yes hinge is um it's a dating site that actually tracks where you uh where you guys that if you guys run in the same circles so they'd be like uh 
hey, Frank, uh, this woman, Mary, also goes to uh, coffee grounds, coffee shop on on 8th and Broadway. And she was also at the theater for Hamilton two weeks ago when you were. So it's kind of like it shows you guys, you guys do kind of the same things. So like maybe you should talk to Mary because you guys geo-tracked and located in the same place. It's very creepy. It's like a stalker that's just on your phone. Yeah, I, that, that seems more like uh, what's a? It sounds like more like a stalking app. It sounds more like crosstalk. <laughs> Where you guys can both stalk each other. Yeah, what? like like you. Don't you think that the person that just happened to be in the same three places, the coffee grounds, and uh, at the theater at the same time as you last week, that's a little bit more than a coincidence. What That's if it was creeper? Like, what if it went from the coffee shop to the to the movies to then your bushes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be how I met my wife. <laughs> there we go, creeper. All right, I feel like I could get better at this game by maybe looking at some apps first. But I think you, uh, I think you hit on something. I like, I like uh, the premise of it, or giving me something that uh, I just, I just have to get better at it. I think you did good. Well, there's 75 million apps, so I I didn't expect you to get any of these. Uh, right. But I, oh, you oh, so you came in with the Dax Stacked. Which oh. what's that app? Stack Dak. Oh yeah. Dax Stacked. Dax Shepherd. Dax Stacked. Okay. Dax Stacked is an app. No, no, you're saying it wrong. Dex Stacked. I said Dex. it wrong. Dex oh. Stacked. Dex Stacked is an app where um, you compete with other strangers. To complete, like, uh, what do you call those? Not um, the like a like a goose hunt. What do you call those? A treasure hunt throughout whatever Wild city you're chase. in. Whatever city you're in, you have to go do those. You know where you have to find things in different parts of the city. What do okay. you call that? Uh, geo. What's that? Toledo texted me. Oh, geocaching. Yeah, uh, you know what geocaching is? I do. I used to do it on my old TV show, Awesome Adventures. <laughs> did i tell you i hosted a show called awesome Adventure? no but i just blew the mic i mean could so they embarrassing. could they have been more uh random with the title could they have been <laughs> more generalizing awesome adventures <laughs> it's just it's so, so generic it's old it's man title like that's what happens when you have old people like i still have my ear to the ground i know it's hip the kids want to go on awesome adventures, and that's the name of the show. Now get out of my office. It's just alliteration. That's all it is. Awesome <laughs> adventures. <laughs> this is a random story about awesome adventures. I only did four episodes before it got canned. How about uh, taking a look at different landscapes? Terrific terrain. <laughs> they would have been like, "You nailed it." Lunchtime. Right. Uh, yeah, I was. I, I was walking in the Atlanta airport. And this is a, a kid's show that used to come on at 7 o'clock in the morning on Saturdays on Fox. And uh, I was walking in the Atlanta airport at like 5.30 in the morning. I was visiting my dad at the time. And this big, big black dude, older guy. You know, like, just there are guys that shake your hand and their hand is like a mitt. Yeah. Like, he was, I mean, this guy's probably six six. you know, 300 bills. But he's just an older guy. He's probably in his early 60s. And uh, he's kind of gotten away. And he goes, hey. Aren't you the dude that be going around the world with them kids? <laughs> I was like, no one had ever recognized me from that show. 
And they, they should have been canceled for like a couple months at that time. Hey, uh, yeah. aren't you uh, Al from Laudable Landscapes? <laughs> uh, I like terrific terrain. So I, I go, uh, yeah, man, the show's canceled, though. And he goes, man, I really like that show, man. <laughs> and it was just so it was he was completely not the demo for that show. Hi, I'm Al Jackson, and I'll be taking a look at different uh views from all around the world in verified viewpoints <laughs> Dude, these are actually titles that would probably work in a pitch room which these are really travel channel sad. these are travel channel shows uh yeah. bert kreischer might have done like three of these already yes he probably did bert lives the best life ever i love him all and right hate him. no you can't hate you can't hate the machine man well you know what haters are gonna do they're gonna hate 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 according to taylor swift I'm and perfect amount of silence there. I'm going to let that sit there. Yeah, let it go. All right. At Al and Frank um, on the various forms of social media, at Al Jackson IG on Instagram, at Frank Caliendo on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can email us if you're still doing that. Frank at alanfrank.com. Or what do you mean Al if they're still doing it? We just asked them last week to do it, Frank, and we got some emails. No, but I... Now you're yelling at our, our beloved... I'm not yelling. I, I'm still emailing, but my kids tell me I'm, an, I'm a dinosaur. Yes. My, ki my kids tell me I'm a dinosaur for everything, though. Well, just tell your kids you still have a Facebook account. They look at you like you should have a walking stick underneath an orchard tree. It's just like, yeah, they just don't. It's like, I'm sorry, I still have Facebook. I have to, I have to communicate with fans so you can continue to uh, have your cell phone bill paid and ignore me. Yeah, I forgot about that. Do you ever hear about that guy who traveled the country giving people the ability to hear wirelessly? Johnny Applepod? <laughs> AirPod? I, I don't know. I blew it. First of all, Johnny I, AirPod, Johnny I Apple. I still liked it. <laughs> the Apple uh, was so, it was such a dad joke. Wrong, wrong podcast. You're a dad. We're yeah. dads. All right. Uh, I gave up 20 minutes ago. Well, let's be honest. It's, we can replace minutes with years. <laughs> all right. So uh, <laughs> people know how to find us. And uh, next week or next time we will get to some, I had I actually had some topics, but we got so lost on the, um, we got so lost on the food and all that talk about the food. I'm hungry now, so I'm gonna go fatten up. So, hey, and I want you to tell me if I come if I come back and I'm a Gustus Gloop from <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. If I'm drinking from the Chocolate River, I want you to let me know that that's not okay. All right, and also uh, drinking from the Chocolate River is something that you should delete from your cookies. <laughs> As soon as I said I knew you're gonna hit me. Well, Frank, I'm gonna stay about 13 years old until the end of this whole life thing. So no, <laughs> I, I about 11 things crossed in front of my eyes. <laughs> oh no, I've just set up Al. Yeah, that was uh, that was like a, I went after that like a Dalmatian for a pheasant. It was right there. All right, we'll see you next time. All right, love you, buddy.